Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a bishop. I just had myself a gator. Are you guys tired of hearing us say this? We're sick and tired of playing this. We are. And why don't we record it? We just keep doing it live every I time. I don't know. You guys just need to go over to martinascigars.com and pick up some bishops and gators. Yeah. Make us happy. Yeah. We'll stop playing this if you guys yeah. just buy our cigars. Tell you what, we'll make you a deal. What's that? If they go and buy the bishop and gator, we're going to do this podcast for free for them. There we go. Go buy bishops and gators. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... Your man, Gator. And tonight, we will be smoking another selection from the March My Monthly Cigars box. We will be smoking the Balmoral Añejo XO. The cigar is a Gran Toro 6x52 featuring a sun-grown Brazilian Arapaca wrapper, a Dominican Olor binder, and Dominican Nicaraguan and stock-cut Brazilian Monta Norte filler. Fanciful. I know, right? It's really fanciful descriptions on the card. Let me get mine out of the uh, cellophane. Okay. Now, in all fairness to everybody... I had a very difficult time getting mine out of the cellophane prior to the show, so I know that Jeff is going to stretch this out like eight years. This is in there. In fact, actually, when I took mine out of the cellophane, the footband on the cigar stayed in the cellophane. Yeah, it really did. It did not even come out, so um, it was it was packed very tightly in said cellophane. However, Jeff seems to be having a much better time of it, so maybe he can knock Got this it. shit off. Thank Got you. Got it. Okay. Well, really snug. There you go. Well, Jeff, how's it going, buddy? Not bad in yourself. I mean, I'm pretty good. Okay. Feeling pretty good. I bet you are. I'm feeling pretty good. The uh You've had a libation. We're or over two. here we're over here at the uh JRE Aladino Mobile Studios at uh Top Shooters and my uh bartender Hannah she's delightful by the way. We in, we we kind of put our heads together tonight and we uh, we came up with the drink that I had down in Florida at Harkening Tampa. back to Tampa. Yes, if you remember, guys, when Jeff and I were down in Tampa, there was one night that uh, um, our bartender, Carly, you know, she, I got more than a little inebriated that night. I had and, to pour um, you back in the room. And so uh, I, I really liked that drink. And so I messaged Carly, and she told me what the drink was and what it consisted of. No. And Hannah was able to put it together, and by God, she nailed the drink. I just... I, I just want to say, she nailed it. I want to take a moment to wrap my head around something. Okay. Why do you have Carly's phone number? I, I don't. How did you message her? Instagram. Oh, okay. Don't you remember? We became Instagram buddies that night. I, I was off talking to other people. All I know... It, well, she follows you. Does she? So I'm assuming that you follow her. I need to follow her back if I don't. I'm pretty sure you do. Okay. But the point is, um, she messaged me back. She remembers us. <laughs> you so, forget this. So, I mean, you know, five months later, <laughs> she still remembers us. So what does that say? Exactly. Uh, and uh, We bring the party with we, us. We definitely do. We did that and, night. And so I have been able to enjoy what they call the MIT. And the MIT consists of... Uh, one and a half, um, I guess, I don't know if it's ounces or 
yeah, I, 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 or one and a half shots of whiskey, uh, two ounces of sweet and sour mix, one ounce of peach schnapps, and topped with Sprite. Okay, then. And it's delightful, and I've had a couple of them tonight. So Your cheeks are rosy. This is going to be uh, Drunk Nick and Gator yes. coming to you from the JRE. So we can only imagine where this Studios. is going. I'm pretty put together, all other things being equal right now. Stone cold sober. I mean, right? I'm pretty put together right now. You haven't now. fallen off your chair. I have not fallen off my chair. I watched you fall off a chair that night. It's a high top. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a high top chair and you just slid out. Now you caught yourself. You landed on your feet and everyone was amazed. I, <laughs> I don't remember slid a lot of that. Slid right night. out of the chair. There, there, everyone thought you were going down like a stone. There's a lot of portions of that evening towards the back half that I don't recall. I've got video. I can show it to you. Well, that's just spooky. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, no. I, I videotaped you in the room and immediately right. sent it to our friend Dave over at Martinez and uh, Nick over at My Monthly. Well, that's appreciated they liked it i guess not really but (laughs) anyway so jeff why don't we go ahead and uh cut the cigar and the official cutting is brought to us by riverman cigar company over in crestwood missouri our man dan our man dan over there he's been stocking up the humidor in fact he just got a big shipment of bishops and gators he did he restocked now i want to point out he ordered five bundles okay are you, oh, he did not. Five bundles. No, he didn't. He did. Dan. And I'd like to point out which one was two and which one was three. Dan. So, I mean, everybody can kind of assume based upon the fact that I brought this up. which <laughs> Yeah, bundle, you would have brought it up if it was the other way around. Which bundle was uh, heavily ordered and which bundle was lightly ordered. You now, in all suck. fairness, he probably should have flipped it. I mean, I'm saying this in all fairness. Probably should have flipped it given the fact that, you know, you beat me by three cigars. But the point is, there's more bishops in Stockton Gators. So, guys, reach out to our man Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company. They do mail order. Exactly. He does mail order as well as, um, you know, stopping in foot traffic and everything. And, by the way, he's got the lounge open. But I'll be honest. If I went over to Riverman right now, I probably wouldn't sit in the lounge. Oh, the patio all day. 1,500 square foot covered patio out front. And the weather is divine right off of historic route 66 absolutely perfect weather it's been in the 70s all week and it's been nice now granted we got some rain rolling in and everything but hey you know what doesn't matter it's a covered patio damn straight so guys head on over to riverman cigar company over in crestwood missouri and if you're not just give him a call he will do the mail order get that box shipped out to you the next day and you will be enjoying bishops and gators and aladinos and everything else from his uh from his wonderful humidor before you know it so guys with that it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar giddy up see jeff for having a couple drinks i'm doing pretty freaking good so, i just want that you're so sick soggy for the record that I'm doing pretty good right now. Well, you now. didn't slam the uh, cutter into your microphone, I did so that's not. a good thing. I was going to say. I was waiting for that, actually. And I, am I slurring? You're not slurring, right? but you're so chipper. Hey, you know it's what? kind of disturbing. I'm in a good mood. You know? I'm in a good mood. Let's see how bad you can piss me off by the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, All right, so I've gone ahead and cut my cigar, and of course, Jeff needs to borrow my cutter. you go with cutter. the V? I did go with the V cut. I'm going to do straight tonight. Oh, my gosh. Going straight See, tonight. I clear my cutter out. Before I give it to you, <clears throat> I don't nuke you with the, you know, butt of the cigar. There's just something about knowing that that little bomb is waiting for you. 
that I really enjoy. It's highly unfortunate when it happens, and it's over my laptop. <laughs> yeah. It's happened a couple different times. <laughs> and when it happens, I just curse your name. I I feel it. I feel a disturbance in the force. <laughs> okay, well, let's All take right, our cold time draw. for the cold draw. And uh, once again, guys, we are smoking the Balmoral and Yeho XO. So, Jeff, what is your thought on the cold draw? Okay, so I have had some cigars today. Mm-hmm. It's my driving day, so it's a little bitter. I'm not getting that. I'm getting sweet. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, okay. Now that might make sense. Maybe it is sweet, but it's not mixing well with the drink that, that I had. That could be. That could be. Kind of like when you drink orange juice after having toothpaste. Well, that's a horrible idea. Why would anyone do that? Well, that's my point. And so it might be one of those things where maybe the sweetness of the drink that I had is not necessarily mixing well with the sweetness of the cigar. Yep. Yeah, there's a sweetness there. I can't put my finger on it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and light up. Okay. Have you done your cold retro? I did. Okay. And I didn't get anything different. I mean, I'm getting whatever the sweetness is, but I can't I can't place it. It's driving me nuts. Can't figure out what that sweetness is. All right. So we're getting this guy And I can lit. taste it on my lips, too. It's almost like the cigar. I know it's not, but it's almost like the cigar is a sugar tip. I don't know if there's... What is the wrapper on this? Oh, you're, of course, going to ask me that. Um, the wrapper is a sun-grown Brazilian arepaca. Arepaca. Aripiraca? Hmm. Maybe it's aripiraca. Interesting. I don't know. I can't pronounce that. <laughs> you can't pronounce it sober either. Probably not. Well, no, I couldn't because when we uh, recorded with Nick Gervais the other day, or I guess I should say the last week, um, I had trouble with that word as well. True. No, I actually taste it like on my lips. It's not just from the uh, cold draw. So okay. it tastes. It has a sweetness to it. I'm guessing that is on the wrapper. Retro hail is really smooth. Is it? Yeah, like really smooth. Now, granted, I just lit this thing up, so um, it may not be very harsh in the beginning. It might like build intensity as it goes i don't know very smooth but it is very smooth what do yep. you get on the retro hail hmm. the actual cigar is really good i mean the draw is really good i'm not going to speak to construction just yet because um you know i just lit it so it's I nice see, and firm but it's got the, a good draw yeah it, it's a good cigar so far i just don't know in terms of burn line how it's going i'll let i'll let that kind of settle in i'm getting a little uh hint Maybe I'm just crazy here. I'm getting a little hint of, uh, like, straw. Maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit. I'll tell you what. We've had a number of people reach out to us about the episode from Tuesday with the uh, the Blackbird, you know, test oh, yeah. cigar. And that was a lot of fun. I'll tell you what. You kind of nailed those tasting notes. It's my thing. Well, but it's not, and that's where I find it interesting that you nailed those things because, you know, normally you're Mr. Chicklets and Cantaloupe and Teaberry Gum and, you know, um, what's the road fruit? Persimmons. Persimmons. And yet, for some reason, (laughs) on that cigar, you were able to not only nail it, but, like, have multiple people agreeing with you as to what they got. I'm saying. I'm Gator. I mean, it's... (laughs) 
It's impressive. I, I'll give you that. It, I, I purposely went in um, completely cold on that. I didn't even have coffee that morning. I didn't do anything to blow out the palate. I went in completely clean, ready to go, and uh, I think it paid off. Okay. Well, I mean, it obviously paid off. So I've heard a bunch of people say that they that I was dead on with the coffee, off of the you know just yeah, right off yeah, the gate yeah. or out of the gate right well, off. The I start. mean, I even got that. Yeah. So yeah. No, I'll give you. I, I'm telling you, man. You 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 prove that you know what you're doing. It's just a matter of whether or not you apply yourself. <laughs> There's so much truth to that. Yeah. I actually told Nick. I, I think that could apply to your whole life, realistically. It really could. That you could think be doing of my potential. You could be doing so much more if you would just apply yourself. There's there's my potential, and then there's my reality. Yeah, and they don't they don't drive. No. They don't drive. No, it's sad. Mm-hmm. In almost every aspect of my life, I think Saint Peter's going to chastise you for that one day. You were given uh. gifts. And, you, and squandered and you frittered them. The, frittered them away. You know what yeah. would be funny? I'll get up to the pearly gates. St. Peter will look down at the book. He's oh, oh, this is, oh, wait. Oh, oh, you got you got good notes on the uh, Blackbird. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> It's my saving grace. I'll tell you what, if that's what gets you in, then, hey, bully. I just want to see God's humidor. Oh, stocked full. Oh, can you only imagine? Perfect humidity. Yep. Every time. Every time. Every time. No yep. plugs. No plugs. You know who needs to be in on this conversation? Who's that? Pastor Barnaby. (laughs) (laughs) When when does the court order us to put him back on? Uh, Easter. Okay. Yeah. So Barnaby will be returning with his Easter sermon. (laughs) So get ready for that. Oh man! Yeah. Down. That it's exactly it. (laughs) Hunker down. Gird your loins. Yeah. Gird gird your loins (laughs) because Easter's a coming. So yeah, Easter is is when that goes down. Okay, then. So, yeah, I got to prepare myself. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, it's the big one. It's Christmas Easter. Yeah. You know, so he's he's got Easter coming. So He also does a Labor Day sermon, which I find really odd. I, he respects the working man. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. Well, Jeff, I actually... The Holy had, Union. The Holy Union. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't mean marriage. Um, so... There's actually a few bits of like news topics, legitimate things, legitimate things that okay. I wanted to talk about. Okay, then the first of which I think that you and I should delve into. Okay, would be the fact that the Michigan Department of Public Health. Oh, let me let me say before you say any more. Yes, nothing good's coming to this. No. Anyway, proceed. So the Michigan Department of Public Health put down a edict. And basically what they said is that masks are required everywhere. 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 Including cigar lounges. Oh, come on. They're going to issue fines if they find somebody who's not wearing a mask. And so what they've basically done is shut down the ability to sit and have a cigar in a cigar lounge. Wow. And so what a lot of people are basically um, kind of lobbying at the the state is that through this edict they have found a loophole and basic and, and used covid to institute a statewide smoking ban including in cigar lounges where it was previously allowed never let a good crisis go to waste and therein lies the point yeah this is something thank you Rahm Emanuel you is, jack wagon this is something that should be fought and look 
you know, opinions on COVID aside as to whether or not it's a real thing. I, I think it's a real well, it's deal. It's a real deal. But, it, you know, whatever. But, okay. But opinions on COVID aside, using it in this way is wrong. Let me give you an example of the ridiculousness of COVID and the restrictions. Oh, boy. I shot a soccer game today. Okay. It was uh, my my home my hometown where I have my newspaper. You shot pictures. You didn't go out and actually play. Well, soccer. no, no. I mean, I no, can't imagine. I can't imagine you. You shoot golf. You take pictures. Yeah, soccer. I took pictures There's of soccer. Something about you running up and down a soccer field that just you know doesn't. What? I seem put a lot of real. I put a lot of miles on these old legs today, going up and down the field. <laughs> and then my camera quit. And See, I don't. Whenever I go and shoot a game, I always just stay. I, I find my my spot where I can get good pictures. And I just stay there and wait for the kids to come to me. Oh God! Anyway, no, I worked. I worked at getting to them, but I'm out on a field in the middle of a park, and I had to wear a mask to take pictures. You're outside, outside by myself. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. Nope. You know why? I because mean, nothing matters. Pinky and I were talking the other day. Pinky, uh, you're trying to figure out when she's going to come back on the show. She better hurry and- up. You know, her not to give too much personal detail away, but her son is playing baseball. Yes. And he um, was in a baseball tournament. Pretty good little player from what I hear. From what I hear. And he was in a baseball tournament this past weekend. Well, they're outside at the baseball fields and the mask Nazis were in full effect. Oh, God. As you know, enforcing it for all the parents that were sitting out watching their kids play baseball. And the thing about it is they're outside. And they're not even close together. I mean, dude, social distancing. Dude, I wear masks when I go in stores yeah. because the stores are asking for it. And I don't want to be that guy that's like, you know, whatever, trying to make a statement. But as soon as I come out of the store, I rip that freaking mask off yes. like a surgeon who botched the surgery. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like pissed off that I'm wearing it. So realistically, when you're outside, there's no reason. I mean, unless I'm like huddled like in a baseball game like but a professional baseball game yes where you're packed in the stands with like thousands of other people then i could see because there's no way for proper social distancing if they actually go for full capacity but you know if you're talking about a baseball game at a park where you can spread out all over the edges of the field and and you know be on your own. There's no reason whatsoever for you to be wearing a mask. Now, the Cardinals, uh, which is our home team here in St. Louis, yes. is going to be allowing 25% capacity in the stadium. Okay. From what I understand. Okay. I believe Texas came out today and said, we're going full bore. Sell them out. Dude, Texas is opening up. Yeah. Texas is opening up. I think, what is it? Mich- Mississippi and one other state. Yeah. There's a, there's, I there's can't a bunch remember. of them. I can't remember the third state. But I know at least Texas and Mississippi have basically said mask mandates are gone. We're opening up. You know, do your thing. Yeah. Now back to I would think that Delaware, or I'm sorry, New Hampshire, the New what Hampshire, yeah, the live free or die state. Yeah. I would think they would do that, but you know, I guess it's live free or dying, or you know, except in case of pandemic. Exactly. But, you know, whatever. So, um, back to the original point here with Michigan. Yeah. Okay. So. Here's what I suggest, is everybody that wants to go to a lounge and smoke a cigar. Yes. Just cut a hole in the mask and smoke through it. There you go. You got the mask. The cigar portal. You just portal. happen to have the cigar portal within said mask. And as long as you have the cigar in your mouth, 
I mean, it's plugging up that hole. Damn straight. So, whatever. I that's that's what I would do to uh, fly in the face of that little edict. Screw Michigan. I like the people that like us in Michigan, but you know, the Department of Public Health can suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Yep. Anyway, what else you got? What else do I have, actually? There's a couple things. Oh, so, guys, uh, for those of you who uh, follow us on Apple iTunes, you're soon going to see a slight change. Now, you told me about this. It's very interesting. Yeah, you're going to see a slight change to the way um, podcasts are done on Apple iTunes. Up until recently, they have had a subscribe button on uh, podcasts. And so you would subscribe to said podcast. So you'd subscribe to us, which if you're not subscribing to us, I don't, A, first of all, I don't know why, and B, um, you know, get on that. Yes. But they're going to change that terminology from subscribe to follow. Okay. And it's a small change, but I think it makes a big difference because the reason they're changing it is because the word subscribe carries the connotation that it is a paid thing. Exactly. That, that you have to pay to listen to this program. Because when you think about the word subscribe, you know, you and I are both in newspapers. Yes. There's a f- typically a fee attached to subscribing to something. Yes. And so what they're doing is they're changing it to follow to kind of more um, easily tell new podcast listeners, hey, podcasts are free. Yep. For the most part. I mean, you know, there well, are behind a paywall. There or are paid yeah. ones, but I don't think there's any paid ones on iTunes. I think the paywall ones are elsewhere. Yeah. So by and large, you know Was it Patreon or who does the paid it, ones? Yeah, I guess. I Maybe. don't know who does the paid ones, but you know, we're not on there. And we're so free, baby. We're free. Just buy and, our cigars. And so it's one of those things where they're changing this terminology to try and indicate to people, hey, this content is free for you to listen to. And I think it's actually a good move. Oh, I would agree with that. It uh, it it it's a better terminology for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that uh, you noticed with our numbers with the show is when you had that little uh, dust up with Apple not being able to post the podcast uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago. Yep, our numbers on Podbean have Spotify. gone up. Spotify. Oh, Spotify. Spotify. Excuse Spotify. me. <clears throat> yeah, our numbers on Spotify have gone up. Yes. And I find that fascinating. I think we may have changed some people's habits there that were normally going to Apple may have gone to Spotify, like the platform and stayed. I'll tell you, you know, it's one of those things that whereas before Apple was the predominant um, podcast platform that people listen to us on. It's much more of an even split now between Apple and Spotify. Interesting. Um, I think when I talked to you about it, Spotify was up by like one percentage point. Yeah. I think when I checked today, Apple was up by like one percentage point. But in point. the past, Apple's been oh, way up. significantly yeah. more than any other uh, podcast platform. So, you know, for what it's worth, Spotify seems to have gotten gained some ground through um, that whole little hacking debacle um, the other week or a couple weeks back. Yeah. So. You know, it's it's interesting. But which, it's, it's, which it's by the fun. way, guys, so far March has been like a oh, phenomenal yeah. month for us. Thank you. So, you know, thank you. And let's keep that up. So keep telling your friends, keep sharing the uh the show. You know, we're having fun. So we I hope, saw Teddy. We hope you are. Teddy so. shared our uh podcast the other day and was, you know, telling people you gotta listen to this. Thank you, Teddy. Teddy's a good guy. Teddy's a good guy. Teddy 
Teddy has drank the pulpit Kool-Aid. We got to get down to Memphis and see Teddy. That's on the agenda. We got to get down there. That's on the agenda. Yep. I mean, it's 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 on the agenda. You know, there's a lot going on right now. We're kind of plotting travel and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's what early March. I mean, you know, we still we're we're only just now coming out of winter and slightly dipping our toe in the spring waters. You know, a little bit. So. Well, and in the in the lower uh, the the lessened restriction travel wise, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we had a full-on freak show and evangelical revival going last year. We and did. And it got snipped. It got just shanked. Nipped in the bud. Well, we kind of realized that there's a lot of cities within four to six uh, hour drives of yeah. St. Louis that we can go and hit. And while that doesn't count our friends on the East Coast and West Coast and Texas, you know, uh, we can definitely hit a lot of places in, in a four to six hour, you know, kind of weekend trip here locally. Um, but I know that with uh, the Bishops and Gators getting out into stores in Texas and California, I know that there's plans afoot for you know you and I to spread our wackiness across the country. Just coast to coast. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Now, you know, God kind of smited us with a pandemic when you and I started traveling before because he didn't want you leaving Southern Illinois. So I can only imagine what happens <laughs> what, when we what the next plague is coming. When we continue when we continue this and actually, you know, think about the prospect of taking you to California. I know, right? I mean wackiness I, will ensue. I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting. I've never been to Cali. I have never been to California either. Yep. Furthest west I've been to Las Vegas and I've been to Seattle, but I've never been to California. Yep. So nor, we'll have, nor have I. That'll we'll be that'll we'll be have to fun. Rectify that. Virgin territory. Go out it were. and see our friends at Max Smoke Shop in Palo Alto. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, light up in the middle of a bunch of just raging liberals. Raging liberals, <laughs> just you know, puff my smoke in, in in their face and show my virtue. So <laughs> or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just be like, breathe that through your mask, you bunch of savages. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you can smell my smell my cigar, your mask ain't working. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you need another mask. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Anyway, so what are you getting on the Balmoral uh, Enyeho XO? <laughs> well, that good, huh? <laughs> you gotta cut that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting there, buddy? Ooh, you're inhaled. smoking a lot faster than me, too. By the way. I'm looking at your ash over there. I got a hell of an ash going. You do have a hell of an ash going, but you are definitely just puffing away on yeah, that. I, I inhaled I when that. you asked me that. I noticed that. You will sit and just puff and puff and puff on that cigar, whereas I kind of give it give it a little bit of a drag on it, and then I let the cigar kind of breathe. And I will sit tell for you, a bit. even with that, look at my burn line. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. It's uh, I'm, I'm stacking dimes over here with the and ash. It's a tight burn line. Yeah, it's a really yep. good burn line. I've got a good burn line going on mine too. Let me do a. And the uh, ash is holding tight. It's just mine is not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my ash is not as big as yours. You got that right. <laughs> I'm not going to refer to other things, but my ash is not as big as yours. Not that I would know how big yours is, because that would imply I've ever seen it, and I haven't. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have stayed in that hotel room with you. <laughs> I have never seen your. Uh, uh, the, uh, your gator. I got some uh, pepper on the retro. You going to give it a try? Okay. Well, I'm not as far down as you. <laughs> it's true. It's a valid point. Mm-hmm. I'll have to purposely slow down a little bit. There is pepper on the retro yeah. now. A little bit. Yep. Not bad enough that I'm coughing, but it is there. Yeah. Speaking of the bishops and gators, 
Um, I had an interesting. Were we? Well, I mentioned eh, kind of in a roundabout way. I'm Earlier, kind of referring to your dick as the gator, but we'll we'll move on from that. So, um, I had a very interesting text exchange. You know, there's a lot that therapy could dig into with I that. A, I just want to point that out. I had a very interesting text message exchange <laughs> with Cindy over at Riverman. I love today. Cindy. Cindy said that they had a customer come in and they were requesting the gator. Okay. Okay. And when she handed this gentleman the gator, he said, no, I want the stronger one. This isn't what I wanted. And he got mixed up and he really wanted the bishop. Okay. Okay. And she made the comment that maybe, just maybe, you and I have the names on these cigars mixed up. Because when you think about a gator, it's a Fierce, you know, goddamn right, I animal. Am. Okay, you know it. Whereas a bishop, being a man of the cloth, is much more of a mild, kind of soothing figure. Okay, tell that to all the kids that got abused by the church. You know, let's move past that. <laughs> but the point is, the point. <laughs> spotlight. Anyway, um, let's spotlight. Let's move past that. But the point is. Um, she made the contention that actually the names on these cigars should probably be reversed. That when people think Gator, they're thinking a cigar that's going to like give them a little bit of a bite versus the Bishop that, you know, doesn't. I mean, the Bishop, I mean, I guess the Bishop bites maybe those little kids, but oh my God, that's not what we're talking about. It's not what we're talking about. Why are we even talking about it? I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about it. Spotlight. There's no reason to talk about it. But the point is, she made that contention. Thoughts? I'm the gator. I mean, that's the thing. As much as I respect her thought on that, you know, situation, there's nothing that can be done at this point. No, because I'm gator. I mean, my palate is my palate. Well, and who's, and your palate is your palate. So we come to the next show, and all of a sudden you're calling yourself gator. No one's going to buy it. I mean, I don't know why anybody buys you calling yourself gator, given the fact that you gave yourself that nickname. It I took. still contend. I it still, took. I still contend. Nicknames are given and not chosen, and that by you choosing your nickname, it was wrong. I control my wrong. destiny. I've only just gone along with it because at this point, what the hell? But seriously, it is wrong. You literally call me Gator on the show. I don't like doing that. I cringe every time. And every time I like refer to you to somebody who I don't know if they know your actual name, I always have to call you Gator. And what bothers me about that is I start typing or saying Jeff. And then I'm like, oh, wait, they probably don't know him as Jeff. So then I have to correct and I vomit just a smidge in my mouth every time. Gator's my radio name. Ah, it's bull. I'm Gator. It's crap. Oh, my God. And, you know, I'm going to harken back here. So when I first took on the persona of Gator, okay, mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick and I were going to Hooters a lot in Fairview Heights, Illinois. Yes. And I would get there before him purposely so I could tell the waitress to refer to me as Gator all night. the only time you were ever on time, if not early. I had a, I had meeting. Yeah. I, had, I, only had, time I was on a mission. Had, the only time you were ever actually on time or early to something was to dick with me. So every one of the waitresses, God love them, would walk up to the table. they say, hi, Nick. And they'd look at me and go, hey, Gator. What's up, Gator? Yeah. And it's like, God damn it. Gator, Gator, what can I get you to drink? And oh. he would just cringe. It still continues to this day. But it still continues when people refer to you as Gator. The name took. It's, anyway, <laughs> whatever. 
No, I I think our our cigars are aptly named. I agree, they're aptly named in terms of, of those. in terms of us. Well, I would say it's it's my palate, and this is the cigar that I chose. Yep. And this is the cigar I put my name to. Yep. Does it necessarily fit? Maybe not. I think what needs to happen is people just need to understand that the weaker of the two cigars is the Gator. It's not weaker. It's weaker. It's a different palate. It's weaker. It's a different palate. And the stronger of the two cigars is the Bishop. See? Strong. A bolder cigar. Strong. A bolder cigar. Stronger. A full cigar. I think yours is a medium to full. It's strong. It's Take my strong <laughs> hand. Take my strong hand. <laughs> oh, my God. No, mine's a Connecticut shade grown. And it, but it's a Connecticut shade grown that knows somebody. I'm not saying it doesn't have a little bit of something, something to it, but I yeah. am saying Martinez that did a great job. With I agree, it. but I'm just saying that in in the grand scheme of it all, mine's stronger. Well, it's not my fault. You have a weaker nickname. Thanks, Larry. And <laughs> ironically enough, strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Strong gave you the I was name. Say strong and Larry gave me the name. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Oh, that's anyway. funny. Larry oh. was messaging us the other day on uh, either the Instagram, I think Facebook, actually. Okay. So, I love Larry. I miss him. I know. He's living the life out in California. Oh, he is. He's living large. He's not too terribly far from Palo Alto. Oh, I, was I bet mes- he'll come I was us. messaging him because um, he was asking about shops that are going to carry the Bishop and the Gator, and I told him that Max up there in Palo Alto has it, and he, I think he told me Palo Alto is about a 90-minute drive. That would be awesome if so, he could come so hang out Larry, with us there. Larry, if you come out to Max, I mean, it would just make my day. I would Same love, here. I would love to see Larry. He's a great guy. Now, for- Larry, I would say for everybody who doesn't know, yeah. Larry used to work at the Hill Cigar Company. Yeah. And he got a gig managing this um, theater company. Yeah, but it's like a Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, it's specifically to Shakespeare. And I mean, he's doing really well. I mean, I don't know how he's doing with COVID, but he was doing really well prior to COVID. Yeah. And but he's a great guy. Dude, he's got this fantastic place right near the beach and everything. I mean, oh, he's, I'm so jealous. He's living life. And. Um, but he's but he's all the way out there in California, yep. and I and I miss him because we had good conversation at the Hill. Yeah, we really did. And I I miss him. I miss Larry. Yeah. So, well, now that you've drugged the show down there, Jeff. Uh, well, but when we go out to Palo Alto, we've got to reunite. Oh, we got to get the band back together. I will be messaging Larry to let him. <coughs> Jeff's dying. Sorry. I'll be messaging Larry to let him know that. We're heading out there. That's the so. second time I've inhaled on the cigar. Why am I doing that? I don't know. You shouldn't do that. That's, a, that's problematic. Yes. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of your meme. I didn't do that on purpose. The one about uh, the the Terminator. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, like ask your mother if you inhale cigars. Well, of course. That's how you get all the flavor. Your mother is dead. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, people have seen the Terminator know the scene we're referring to. It's Terminator 2, but yes, hopefully yes. they, I mean, I, I contend Terminator 2 is better than the first. It is. Yeah. There aren't a lot of sequels that the that Although, I don't think you see um, uh, Linda uh, Hamilton naked in Terminator 2. You see her naked in the first one? Oh, yeah. What? When they, conceived John, when they conceived John Connor. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Maybe I've only seen the TV edit. Oh, you got to see the actual movie. Okay. I mean, you know. I, I will contend, though, she was ripped in that second movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then subsequent movies, she just became a dude. Or which, subsequent. You know, whatever. How most people say it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what subsequent is. I mean, it's 
same word as it, me. It's how you say it when you've had alcohol. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. <sighs> now, I'll tell you another sequel that yeah. was better than the first. Alien, Aliens. Aliens was better. They are totally different movies. But the second one is better. Totally different movies. Alien was horror in space. Okay. Aliens was sci-fi action. I'll give you that. Alien was all about there's something in the dark picking us off one by one. Yeah. Aliens was freaking space marines with guns just blowing crap up and oh my god there's aliens coming at us and whatever else. Ripley. That's the thing and and I'll be honest, yes. Newt, Newt was annoying. Um, she didn't make it to the third. She no, died in her pod. She died in her pod. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord only knows what happened to the cat from the first one. Right? Yeah. What's the name? I can't remember the name of the cat. I don't remember the name yeah. of the cat, but it's dead now. Yeah, exactly. Well, it <laughs> probably legitimately is. <laughs> it I mean, probably that movie is. was filmed back in what? Like God, when was that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I could look it up. But would I'm that be like 79 or would it be early 80s? I, I guess early early God, to mid 80s. I'll be honest. I don't even know. The point is that cat is in the ground. Yeah. Like legit. That He's, cat is in the he ground. He had nine lives. He done spent them all. Spent them all. Yeah. But um, now, but yeah, you... no. Totally different movies. Hard to compare. Alien is really, really good. Did you ever watch the prequel to Alien? Oh, Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kind of boring. Oh, I loved it. I was boring. Charlize Theron's in it, so I liked it. It was boring. Really? I didn't. I didn't get into that. I didn't think it was boring at all. Here's the problem: there needed to be. It was so early, prior to Alien, that like I felt like there needed to be a sequel to Prometheus, right? Prometheus. Yeah. In order to truly bridge the gap between Prometheus and Alien. Hmm. I don't feel like there was enough connection between the two i feel like i have to mention alien versus predator but that's all i'm gonna do because i think they sucked the movies themselves have not been great i like the concept and i think the concept could be cool the problem is for some reason these movie companies seem insistent on putting humans in the mix and i don't think that should be the case i think the movie should be an alien or, or like a predator ship like landing on an alien ship going out for a hunt and basically alien two but just with predators there'd be very little dialogue lots of clicking I noises care. i don't care one bit lots i think it would clicking. be dude you're going to that for the spectacle you're not going to that for the like the characterization and the dialogue there would be none that's my po- well there would be if they like somehow put some sort of stupid English translator on the Predators, but you get my point. That would be distracting. It would be horrible. But yeah. The point remains, if you want to see just... And, and to be honest, it, it realistically would not be a... I don't think it would be a two-hour movie. I think you could probably accomplish that with like a half an hour, like badass, like short. Like maybe if Fox... Well, I guess Disney at this point. If Disney were to take those and do like a half an hour thing and throw it on like Disney Plus, yeah, that could be badass. I don't know if I could sit through two hours of Predator clicking and no dialogue. You know, I will say, as though. As badass as it could be. But if they were to do like a super solid half an hour short of Predators going and hunting aliens oh, all day. Well, maybe the aliens are hunting the Predators. That's the point, yeah. Jeff. It's a, it's a back and forth. Exactly. I mean, 
The Predator, hunter becomes the hunter. Predators go and they think that they're like in command and maybe they're wiping out a bunch of aliens. And the next thing you know, they're getting they rally. off one by one. And, yep. you know, by the end of it, you know, the aliens have taken control. Dude, all day. All day It'd long. It'd be awesome. All day. And maybe, maybe you end up with some sort of super alien predator hybrid. What? They're going to fall in love and mate? No. Maybe there's like an egg shoved down a predator's throat or something. Well, that would be something. I think, I think you're onto something. I think it'd be cool. I think you're onto something. Disney, here. if you do this, I want to cut. I yeah, we need our our cut of this. We wanna, need our commission. I want to cut. So. Just just like a producer fee, just something. Yeah, you know, a showrunner. I mean, we'll be the showrunner. Basically, we're sitting here coming up with fan fiction for God's sakes. But you know, kind of. I mean, I'm not having them have sex. Why not? Not legitimately. Why not? Because then we're that would re- be wild then alien we're sex. Really diving into fan fiction. Wild alien sex. I don't want wild alien sex. I mean, think about it. I do. All right, now we're gonna go down. <laughs> now we're gonna go down a road here. So aliens have that like acid blood. Yes. What do you think? Like they're like sexual fluids are gonna do to you? Well, it, but I'm assuming they're gonna burn as well. It burns. It burns. It'd be more like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. See what I did there? This that was pretty up. funny. Yeah, that, that was, was good. That was I like amazing. that. Anyway. <laughs> so back to the cigar. <laughs> the Balmoral. For anyone that is still listening. <laughs> it's the Balmoral and Yeho. It's Gator Drunk Nick. Balmoral and Yeho XO. And uh, I'm liking this cigar. It's not it, It's not super strong. Like the profile on it is not. I'd put it more medium. Yeah, it's medium. It's not like bowling me over. It's I'm getting not, a little like, pepper now. In the throat. I'm I'm about ha- to the halfway point, and I'm getting a little more pepper just on the smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're quite there yet. You're a little behind me. <laughs> I'm a lot behind you. Really dude. hard. Yeah, you're a good inch. You're like blowing through that cigar. Like, I mean, I could make some comparisons Power to what smoking. you're doing, but Power like smoking. that would probably. It would get really blue really quick if I did, you oh, know. But the alien sex—that's okay. Yeah, because that's talking about sci-fi shit. <laughs> you talking about what you're doing to that cigar—that gets like real and down in the like reality. I'm just smoking. I'm power smoking, but I'm smoking. You're definitely power smoking. That's yes. one way of putting it. So I saw something the other day, Jeff. Okay. And uh, I figured you'd have a few opinions on it. I'm so, known to do that. So apparently, now. Men opening doors for women is a symbol of aggressive. Uh, read that word, that uh, patri- patriarchy. Patriarchy. Uh, men are saying you may. <laughs> I'm drunk. The... I'm not. I'm not drunk, but I've had a few. <laughs> men are saying, "quote You may enter or leave this place, but only on my say so." A man opening or holding a door open for a woman is his is him subconsciously reminding her that all men are in control of a woman's choices. Can can I sum it up in one word? Feel free. Bullshit. Right. I was. You know what? I was raised to be polite and open a door for a woman. Yes. It's it's merely me being polite because let's be real. I'm not telling her to go in or leave said space. She is actively moving towards the door yeah. to do exactly that. I was All I am doing is removing the obstacle from her way to be and a making southern it gentleman. But see, that makes you unwoke. Well, what makes me unwoke is the fact that I like to hold the door so I can watch him walk in and check out the butt. Mm. I mean, technically, yes. That yes. W- that would 
in fact, do that. Yes. But anyway, um, no, I, I, <laughs> I like a good geester. You've kind of rocked me. I, I'll admit, you, you've derailed my train of thought. And let's be real, it was wobbling on the track as it as it was. But um, no, I agree. I think it's crap. I, I complete I, and utter. I am a firm believer in opening the door for a woman. And let's be real. I still unlock and a, open car doors. If a woman has a problem with me opening the door, just tell me. But why would anyone have a problem with I it? I don't know. If a woman opened the door for me, I'm not going to be upset. No. Not at all. I have people like, you know, let's say you're going into like a store or something like that. And they're like maybe two or three paces ahead of you. And they hold the door open until you get to the door. That, is that rude? No. Is that, is that wrong? No, it's I mean, polite. Is that them directing me that I have to walk in there now because they've opened that door left that door open for me? Just like I told maybe, Kristen. Maybe I wanted to stand out in front of the store and just like look in the window and just be like, I wish I could go in there, but no one would open the door for me. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I, what the hell? Well, it's like I told Kristen. I hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her go. God, you're such a suck ass. <laughs> How many different ways can you kiss your ex-wife's ass? I just like to look at it. Anyway. Well, Jeff, it's that time where we talk about three cigars that we've smoked. You know I'm going to hear about this when she listens oh, to this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just want to point that out. Yeah, it's time that we talk about three cigars that we've smoked this past oh, week. Oh, God. So, um, what uh, are you are you prepared for this? Not or? in the not right. in the least. All right. Well, then I'll go ahead and go first with my first one. Okay, then. So, my first cigar that I smoked this past week is the uh, Julius Caesar from J.C. Newman, and it was a little robusto, but I'm not going to lie, it was fantastic. I normally oh, like good cigars. Well, I'm not normally a robusto fan because, quite frankly. You know, Robustos, they, they condense down that flavor. So, yeah, I mean, it's robust, hence the name Robusto. Yeah. But for me, I like the longer period of time for smoking. So I tend to go more for Toros. Or but there more. are times that you have a shorter period of time. Well, or. And in, those, those fit in nicely. Or in this case, this is the cigar that was gifted to me in like a pack of some sort that yeah. I received. And so I just had it. And, it, but dude, this cigar was so good. It was so good. The burn line on it was was exquisite. It pumped out tons of smoke. It was just an absolutely wonderful experience. And it's a little on the pricey side for me. It's it's a it's a it's not super expensive, but it's a it's a higher price cigar. Yeah. So it's not one that I'm gonna visit on the regular. Is that but one I'll that you got you what, when we toured the Newman factory? Because no, I I bought some Julius Caesars there. I'm pretty sure I got this one. <sighs> Did I get it? In that pack that we got from the Kansas City Cigar Fest, it, it came somehow to mm-hmm. me. I, I, I'll be honest; I have so many damn cigars, I don't even know where they came from anymore. Well, shoot! I mean, so, you're you're sitting on some Tupper doors full, exactly. And so, like, I'll be honest; I can't realistically tell you where it came from. So, um, yeah, but no that that was that was one that I smoked and I enjoyed. My first cigar for uh, this little segment. I busted out The Banker by H. Upman. Oh, look at you. It's a little meatier cigar than I normally do. Had it in the humidor, had it resting in there for a while, and I just thought, you know what? I want that, and I smoked it. Well, and it was go. really good. Really, really good. Great burn. The Banker. Put off a ton of smoke. I've got even got a picture here. Look at that ash. 
That is a fat ash. Yeah, it's a really nice ash. You're all about trying to get that fat ash. Damn straight. I know. That and the smoke. I love smoke trailing off a cigar for the pictures. Yes. I Part of a good cigar for me is one that kicks off a ton of smoke. If it's oh, not yeah. kicking off a ton of smoke, then I, ha- I, I, it's just not as enjoyable. I like it more when it's sitting there and it's just a little smokestack just kicking off tons and tons of smoke. Um. So my next cigar is one that um, I've been smoking just an absolute ton of. And I haven't posted a ton of pictures of it on Instagram because, quite frankly, I've smoked so many of them. My Instagram would just have converted over to this lately. Is the uh, Romeo y Julieta Reserve Real. You've got one of the blue bands laying here now. I had one earlier today. I have been smoking that like a chimney. And Broccoli Rob and I were, were messaging or conversing back and forth through comments on something. I don't know. And he said that it's the best uh, Romeo and Julieta that's out there. And I, I agree. I agree. I think okay, I think it's got so much flavor to it. It's got some complexity to it. And it's got some spice to it. I love the Blue Band Romeo and Julieta Reserve Real, the Nicaragua. There you go. I actually had a, uh, a Roa mm. 20th anniversary series or 20th series. Yeah. And it was really, really good. Have we done that? I think we've done that on the show. I don't know if we did it on the show or not. I, I, I think we, we have. I thought we did it when we had Christian on one time. Oh, we might have. That was when the, yeah, I had the one noise in, the in your backyard was high, so we had to move around to the garage. That's right. Yes. I'm pretty sure we smoked that on the show. That, yeah. was, that was If that's what it is, that was a really good cigar. Oh, yeah, it was. I'll tell you, I, I like some of the uh, Aroa cigars. The uh, Aroa Dark is one that I go to um, when I can, and it's a it's a really good stick as well. Now, my last cigar for this week is actually uh, one that I picked up down at Ybor City. Um, I actually smoked it on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday was a really, um, really nice day in St. Louis. Um, weather-wise, oh, it, was, it, was gorgeous. it was pleasant, and the thing about it is it reminded me a lot of our trip to Tampa, uh, weather-wise, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I just kind of felt like the weather kind of impacted my smoking for that day, so I wanted to kind of revisit our trip to Tampa, and um, so I broke out one of the cigars that I got from Nika Habana Cigars, and Ooh. it was uh, one of the sun, I believe it's a sun grown, it, it, it's not a Maduro, and it's not a Connecticut, so I'm assuming it's natural or sun grown or whatever they're going to call it, and it was just one of their Toros, and I smoked it while I was driving to go get my newspapers and man, that cigar just, it, it was a good burn and it was flavorful and I really enjoyed it. So, you know, for what it's worth, I know we have at least one of our listeners that's uh, heading down to Tampa at the end of this month on a trip. Um, he's actually such a fanboy that he actually reserved a room at the hotel Alba which oh, is that's where awesome. you and I stayed. Yeah. So, yeah. He'll love it. It's and a great hotel. It's a great hotel. And they treat you right. And Carly at the bar, she's the one who got me the, the drink that Tell I'm, her we that said I'm hi. drinking. Tell her that Nick and Gator said hi. Okay. And I'm telling you, you're going to have a wonderful time. But make sure amongst all the different spots you hit in Ybor City there, make sure you go by Nika Habana and get some of their cigars. They, Absolutely. They make really good cigars. There you go. And my last one for this week is the Camacho, Connecticut. Mm. 
that. I had one of those in the humidor, and I've been been diving deep in the humidor this last week. So I uh, had one of those. It's actually a six-month barrel-aged, and if I'm not mistaken, I got that over at uh, Riverman. Very cool. Yep. Very, very cool. Yeah, I was over at Riverman on, uh, what day was that? It was Saturday. It was Saturday night, yeah. I had, past, I had family this, game night. It was this past Saturday. Yeah, family game night with the ex-family. <laughs> Hanging out with your ex-wife and your ex-in-laws and your ex-brother-in-law and just having an ex-family game night. We had a good time. I'm sure you did. It was fun. I mean, could have brought the board games over to Riverman and hung out with all of us, but no, you know, <laughs> we'll hang out with the ex-family. It was. It's a, it's a monthly tradition I, they've started. That they've... How many months have they done it now? We're two in. Okay. I don't know if I qualify it as a tradition just yet. We're working on it. I mean... Well, they are. I'm just an interloper. It's kind of like that first annual thing. I don't know if you can qualify something as a tradition until you maybe get past the first year. Well, and a lot of what uh, precipitated or brought this about was Christian's brother has moved back to the St. Louis area, and it was a way to reconnect and get everybody together at least once a month to hang out and, you know, just catch up. You guys playing Parcheesi? We actually did bingo. Bingo. Yes. Okay. And I did the bingo calling for the first two uh, cards and then quit. Because every time... Did you have the big board? You know? No. With the light up? No, we didn't have that. But I did do the before and after and... Did you you get out your daubers? You know what? We had the little... We had the little... uh, Oh, yeah. The the little chips. chips, Yeah. Ah, That's no fun. We we couldn't find the cards for the daubers. You need the daubers. That was the problem. You need the daubers. Yeah. That way you can like, you know... When you're done with it, you can fill in the squares that you didn't get and draw like a, a wang. You know? or, or put one on your windshield. You son of a bitch. <laughs> We've talked about that before, no, but that was the funniest damn I don't thing. know if we did. <laughs> I don't know if we ever have talked about this. You and I were at a Glow Bingo event. Now, let's get into this for a moment. We had to have talked about this before. No, I don't think we did. <laughs> it, was a group, it was a group event, and... I was there with um, my wife, and it was one of her friends, and uh, her friend Nicole. And your hairdresser was there. And Nicole's, I'm getting to that, and Nicole's, uh, at the time, boyfriend, now husband. And yes, and then Nicole's friend Jan. Yeah. Okay. Your hairdresser. She does hair, and I have since started going to her for haircuts. Because it's all about networking. Well, it had nothing to do. Well, it kind of had everything to do with networking because during the COVID shutdown, I was dying for a haircut. And so um, Nicole uh, uh, hooked me up with Jan, and Jan uh, had just reopened her shop. Yep. So I was able to go over there. It was right. Because yeah, you couldn't get anywhere. Exactly. It was right when everything reopened. Everybody was and booked so up, but she slipped you she in. She slipped me in, and, and I've since, you know, continued to go to her for my haircuts. She does a good job. And she trimmed up my beard and everything the last time. It's getting a little long again, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't know if I'd call that a good job, but, I mean, it's what she's working with. Anyway. Um... <laughs> There's only so much she can do. The point is, we got done <laughs> with the glow bingo, yes. and everybody kind of made their way to the car, and I made my way to the car, and when I got to my car, that's when I discovered that someone had taken a neon orange bingo dauber and drawn a gigantic penis and balls <laughs> on my windshield, like covered the entire expanse of the windshield, had the tip of the penis, the shaft, and the balls. It all, was detailed. All on my windshield. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And you were my first suspect. And 
I drove home. Now I left it on. You even called me. I left it on when I drove home, or drove home. And so the, you drove home with the giant, giant wang on your giant car. wang on my windshield. And the reason <laughs> I did that is because I didn't know I was just going to hit the windshield wipers with the fluid and just wash it off. Yeah, but I didn't know if it would actually come off or it would just create this like neon orange sludge over my windshield that I'd have to like get paper towels and actually clean off, yeah. you know? So I figured I'll just leave it on. I can see past it. I'll go home and I'll clean it off. Can you imagine home. the guys monitoring the traffic cameras that night? Oh my God. So I, I, so I call you and I'm like, somebody drew a giant penis on my windshield. And you're like, what? And you like, I, I believed you. You were so believing. Very convincing in my very argument. Very convincing that night that you had nothing to do with it. And then when they can I can tell you guys, I can lie. So then when I talked to Nicole about it the next day, because she was subleasing office space for me. So yeah. I saw her when I saw Nicole like the next day and told her about it. All she did was just kind of like laugh, but it was kind of a cackle laugh. Yeah. So in my mind, that was her like indirectly taking credit for this. Yeah. So I was fully convinced Nicole went out and drew a giant penis <laughs> on my windshield. Right. So for like the longest time. Months. Like months, I thought Nicole had drawn this penis on my windshield. Now, let me back up a minute. Overnight that night, I parked my car outside, and it rained. And when I came out to my car the next day, it was totally washed off. So I was like, son of a bitch, the windshield wiper fluid would have taken care of it, and I wouldn't have to drive home with a penis on my windshield. (laughs) But that's another side aspect. So then, like, months and months go by, and I'm fully convinced that Nicole drew this penis on my windshield. And then I come to find out it was you all along. (laughs) And I should have known it was you all along. He brought it up. But it was she, talking about how he still can't believe Nicole did this to him. And I'm like, Nick, that was me. <laughs> and and I was like, good guy. I mean, it made perfect sense. But at the same time, I was like, Nicole basically copped to it with her little cackling giggle. I'm like, I knew it was her. I wish I'd set that up with are. her. She didn't even know. She had no idea. She had no idea. No clue. Ah, But yeah. So, no, good for her. The she, fact that you guys drove home with, with it, that on your car just delights me yep. in ways you can't even Giant imagine. neon orange <laughs> cock and balls right there in my field. That's of pretty vision. much all they do at Glow Bingo. There's just penises everywhere glowing. Now this one I think was a little tamer I because it was a school event. Any penises glowing in most the glow bingos? Most glow bingos because I've gone and taken pictures of them. What and, kind of glow bingos are you going to? Oh, dude! No, seriously, you go to these things and you have to watch. Like I'm taking pictures for the paper. Well, I'm obviously not going to put glowing penises in the paper, so I have to really watch my photos. What the hell women, kind of glow bingos women, are you going to? Women go never, to these glow bingos and they do janky shit with I have those doppers. Never in a million years seen anything close to what you I guarantee you, we have listeners out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is not something I'm aware I of. I thought your windshield was crying out for a giant neon orange penis. It really wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> but it was. Not really. I wanted it so bad. Like the whole time I'm driving home, I'm having to look past the penis. And it was it was awkward. I even left that night and I pulled up as you were coming down the stairs leaving. Oh, bye, Nick. Yeah. See you later. I know. And like I said, all signs pointed to you, but the way she reacted and also the way you like were like, oh my God, you know, on the phone. <laughs> You were so Dude, convincing, and she was I tackled just, all the way home it, after that call. All she would have had to say to me is, "Who did that?" You know, and I would have known immediately it was you. 
But the way she said nothing and just laughed, it was like, oh, it was Nicole. And it turns out it was you all along. Or as we call her producer, Nikki Lee. Yeah. yeah. That, that harkens back to our radio day. Radio, we don't have radio days. Yeah, we radio, have radio day. Our radio day when we did an episode of Nick and Gator. It was our second morning. one. We did the trivia night. Yep. 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 And she came down and she was our she producer. Did. She was Nick and Gator in the morning. We had a lot of fun Nick that Lee. night. We did. Yeah, that was a hoot. That was good times. Anyway, well, so, speaking of good times. Okay. Why don't we hear from our man, Broccoli Rob, with the final third Friday. Brock. Review. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Happy Friday, Pulpiteers. This is your man, Brock, and today I am smoking the HVC Hot Cake for the Final Third Friday Cigar of the Week. The Hot Cake is a medium to full body cigar made in Nicaragua consisting of a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Corojo 98 binder, and fillers of Nicaraguan Corojo 2006 Viso Maduro. I am smoking the 5 and 5 eighths by 46 Corona Gorda for this review and use the Calibri Deep V Cutter on the nice solid triple cap. The hot cake has a beautiful appearance with a dark brown wrapper and near perfect construction. The cold draw has notes of cocoa and light pepper with a strong pepper note upon light up. Getting into the flavor notes, the first third offers up a quick burst of pepper with cedar, maple syrup, dark and milk chocolate, dry fruit, and a strong pepper on the retrohale. A really fantastic start to this great cigar. The second third offers up notes of earth, maple syrup, caramel, unsweet chocolate, baking spices with pepper consistent on the retrohale and lingering on the palate. This cigar produces a solid light gray ash that fell in thirds. Getting into the final third, light earth is present with that caramel note, dark chocolate, baking spices, faint maple syrup continues along with a lighter pepper on the tongue and through the retrohale. This cigar has become a consistent go-to for me in the last few months. This is on my top five cigars of 2020 that I've truly enjoyed. With that said, I gave the HVC Hotcake a solid final third cigar rating of 96, truly one of my favorite cigars of the year. At the Smoke Pit, we offer the HVC Hotcake in the Corona Gorda size for $8.49 each every day. We also offer several other HVC products for your enjoyment. The Smoke Pit is located at 221 West Main Street in downtown Greenwood, Indiana and is an all-inclusive cigar lounge offering a wide range of boutique cigar brands along with many heritage brands, bringing you one of the most unique selections in central Indiana at a fair price. Come in today and enjoy our comfortable lounge over a cigar and a great conversation with others who love the cigar culture. And also, hot off the presses, the Smoke Pit Bar is now open for you to pair your favorite cigar with a nice pour of bourbon, scotch, or even a great beer. You can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and also check out FinalThirdCigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar related content. Have a great week and remember to relax, stay smoky, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the Brock. Until next time, cheers. Oh yeah, and a big thanks to Larry for filling in for me last week. I appreciate you, buddy.
Well, there's the hotcake review. Well, you know, I, thank you, Broccoli. I'll be honest. I have not had an HVC hotcake. Nobody in the St. Louis area carries HVC cigars. So that is one that is one of those kind of um, popular cigars that a lot of people have referenced and talked about that I have yet to smoke. So, Well, we'll be doing our event out at the uh, Smoke Pit. I was going to say, once I make it out to the Smoke Pit, I want to make sure I try an HVC hotcake. Absolutely. I, you know what? And I'm so glad to have Brock back. Oh, yeah. This last week was a debacle. Dude, once again, even with a pre-recorded uh, review, you couldn't let Larry actually get his words in. He was doing a good review, and you just, was shut, he? It, you just shut it down. Was he doing a good review? He, I mean, he was, and you just shut it down. So, you know, you, I mean, you even see when the, the inherent man- problem with a pre-recorded interview by Larry the Mute. I mean... <sighs> You let it, you, you let it get to you again. I will say you it, let it get to you. Again, I will say, and it was irresponsible on your part to jump in and interrupt him like it that. It was a subtle yet review again, a subtle review. Did he like it? I never found out. Yeah, you know why? Because you stomped all over it. We never got to what that. What cigar part. was he even reviewing? It doesn't matter. No, it matters to me. It really doesn't. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we're glad to have you back, Brock. Well, speaking of cigars, what are you getting on your Balmoral and Yeho XO? Very good cigar. It's smoking well. I've got a great burn line going. I, I definitely put it at medium. It's got some pepper. Oh, you just yeah. did a retro hail. A pepper on the retro hail, man. It definitely has ramped up significantly since the beginning. I'm still a little ahead of you, but you're catching up. Let me give it yeah. a shot. Yeah, you've you've stripped it of the band. I still have my band on. But it's uh, it's definitely much more prominent now. <laughs> oh. Hey, it just rock gator. Hey, look at that. Oh. I took that like a champ, and you just sat there and coughed. I just want that oh for the God, record. That is, oh, that's pepper. For the that's record. That's pepper. It's a good cigar. I, actually, I, I like this. I would smoke this again. That is all the pepper like, on realistically, that. I, realistically, this cigar... I would you have, could put this in your rotation. I would have no problem whatsoever putting this in my rotation. It's a little strong for me. Um, especially that retro hail, man alive. Nope. Yeah, that watered the eyes. I would have no problem whatsoever putting this in the rotation. This is a good cigar. I like it. Well, good deal. Yeah. So what do we got coming up Tuesday? Do we know yet? Well, we're going to be doing our St. Patrick's Day episode. That's right. And so I'm going to be in the meantime between then and when we record that tracking down a uh, Candela cigar for us to do because that's what you do on St. Patrick's it Day. It is evidently. what you do. Uh, I know we did the Filthy Hooligan last year. I don't know if I'm going to do the Filthy Hooligan we'll this year. You know, we'll switch it up. I'm sure there's another Candela cigar out there that we can find and try. And... Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out schedule-wise about getting Pinky on the show uh, with us. That would be fun. It's just a. It really is just a matter of trying to sync up schedules. Yeah, and that has not. Been she the brings easiest. that little something to it the has, show. It has not been the easiest thing to do. No, and you know, she life is opening back up. That's and, the problem. No. She, life is opening back up, and she's a very busy woman. And it's a matter of you know, fitting time in for our ignorance and and everything. And it's just. It hasn't proven easy. Eh, you know, it is what it and is. And sometimes she's available, but you're not. It's true. Well, you and her could just do a show. Yeah. I'll take a day off. Yeah. Or a week. Or a couple not, of weeks. Not quite the way that works. Maybe a month. Not sort quite, of a hiatus. Not quite the way that works. Go on a sabbatical. I don't think it works quite that way. So, no. I'll I'll, I'll figure out, you know, how to make she that needs, work. 
she needs to come have a car bomb with us. Well, that's the other thing. You're insisting on doing a car bomb. We're doing a car bomb. Okay. We can do a car bomb. I don't know why I want to. I don't know It's either. like my yearly thing. Yeah, you're one time a year that you do a car bomb. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's what it is. This will be our second annual. It will be. It will be. I, You know, I mean, it'll be fun. We'll have fun. And then, obviously, next Friday, we'll have another selection from the uh, March My Monthly Cigars box. And this would be a great time for you to tell everybody what is My Monthly Cigars. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. Uh, they come in a variety of sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. It also comes in the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. And uh, both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars in the box is going to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, it gets you free shipping on your first box as well as 20% off any of the items in the online store where Nick has cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. Speaking of My Monthly Cigars, this Balmoral, is yeah. that how you say that? I Bal- guess it is. Balmoral. Balmoral. Yeah. Balmoral. 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 The, yes. L, the L isn't silent. I, I No. Balmoral. Okay. It's really ramping up. It's getting very strong on the final third. Good. Yeah. By the it's, way, guys, it's ter- it, the pepper is like sticking in my throat. One other note regarding my monthly cigars. Make sure you head on over there, sign up, and get your Ash Cash account going. I know there's lots of guys that are you know going on to my monthly cigars, placing orders, banking and your points. banking up points, and getting free swag. So you know, make sure you uh, take advantage of Nick's uh, reward program because the Ash Cash can definitely work in your favor. So hey, you're going to buy cigars there. anyway, so. Get yourself some points. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. So, And uh, while we're mentioning that, um, I do want to mention to everybody that we need your calls for Ask the Boys. Definitely. So the Ask the Boys hotline is area code 863-874-0000. And, you know, not only do we need your questions so that we can uh, do the segment, but we need your questions because we're starting at the end of this month, we're starting a new uh, new. I don't know which. It's not even a segment. It's, it's like a it's new a monthly special. It's a new monthly special yeah. where it's Listener Interaction Tuesday. So the last Tuesday of the month is going to feature one of our listeners. We're going to have the listener come on the show and be a part of it with us. And in order to do that, you have to be a regular caller to the Ask the Boys hotline. You know, we're it's looking your audition. It's your audition tape. So you know, call into the hotline. You know, kind of let us know, hey, yeah, this person can hang with us and this person can can be engaging and talk with us for, you know, an hour, hour plus or something like that. Yeah. And, and you know, just kind of use it as a little bit of an audition. So, you know, call the Ask the Boys hotline. Get your question in. We're not just looking for cigar questions. We take questions about all different sorts of things. People tend to be focusing on the nerdy stuff with us lately. It's because we're nerds. Well, and also because you've been heavy into Star Trek lately. And I've been chain watching it now that you gave just, me access to CBS. Just chain watching it. And so, uh, you know, it, it's what it is. But guys, we'll take questions about anything. So make sure you call the Ask the Boys hotline and get those questions into us. Absolutely. We're also on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator. N-E-K-K-I-D and that is my page. N E K K I D Gator. A uh, little premature there, Jeff. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners I don't get accused group. of that very often. 
We have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, and it's a great Facebook group where everybody's interacting, having a good time, showing off what they're smoking. Um, we had a guy on there not too terribly long ago ask a question regarding um, humidity. Yes. And he got some really good responses about how to handle the humidity in his humidor and um, whether or not he should adjust the bovida, the, the humidity level of the bovida packs uh, from like through, 69 to 65 throughout back the year and yeah. everything like that. And so, you know, it's it's a good place not only to show off what you're smoking, but also interact with all the listeners and glom that knowledge that, you know, collectively we all have uh, for maybe an issue that you're having. Aren't you glad I talked you into that? You didn't. Trent did. <laughs> Trent made the suggestion. You had nothing to do with it. In fact, I had zero to do with it. In fact, you were even, I want to say, at least a day behind everybody else in terms of joining. I invited you right when I created the group, and you were at least a day behind everybody else in terms of joining. It's, I'm not on Facebook 24-7. You, you're on there a lot. I'm on Instagram you're more now. You're on Facebook a lot. I like Instagram you more. You got the alert. You just either ignored it the alert. or whatever. But you mentioned it, and I went back and found it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've been enjoying Instagram you, you more. cleared it out. Um, we're, I, I enjoy Instagram as well. We're also on uh, Twitter. We're on YouTube. And you can reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. We have the S the uh, or Contact the Pulpit page on there. Yep. How's the uh, parlor page coming? I, I don't have a parlor page. MeWe? Uh, I, I have a personal MeWe page, yes. But you have to search Nick Miller and... There's a lot of us. And MySpace, way. obviously, is still down. Still down. Still down. Yes. I think it's going to make a resurgence. I really do. Mm. I don't think so, Jeff. I want to put my songs on there. I think it's I think it's gone. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's gone. With the way the dodo bird did it? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, as we finish up here, how's your cigar? I, dude, I'm liking this. I'm telling you right now that... If there was a shop in St. Louis that carried the uh, Balmoral and Yeho XO, and for all I know, there might be, but none that I've frequent. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. But if there were a shop in St. Louis that carried this, dude, I would be more than happy to add this to my rotation. This yeah. is a really good cigar. It's a little strong for me. It, I admit. Oh, we little baby can't handle the Balmoral. I, I like what I like. I know, I know. <laughs> I just like making the wee woo baby at you. You just like ba- doing baby talk to me, and that's really disturbing. I, nah, why'd you go why on? do you do that? Why do you got to take it there? Why you got to make it weird? <laughs> you why know, you the gotta, the sad part is, folks, he does that to weird? me off air, too, which is really disturbing. I do not. <laughs> I do not. Oh, how's Gator today? Oh, my gosh. I do not. That's how he calls me every morning. I do not. <laughs> You're the one that'll just randomly call me just like, you know, and just be like, you know, hey, well, just checking in. What's going on? Yeah. It's like it's like I'm your, like, work wife. And then I immediately like, say, oh, I got another call. Got to go. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'll call you right back. And then I never hear <laughs> yeah. from you. Yeah, I'm bad at that. Yeah. yeah. You know, the other thing I do is that I does change. happen a lot. You do always conveniently get another call and have to <laughs> get off the phone with me. It's like all the time. Hey, I got another call. I got. I really got to take this. And it's like, okay. Yeah, sometimes it's just, I'm just done. <laughs> There's not another call. I had to know that was the case because you're not that popular that you'd be getting all these calls. You wouldn't think, but. No, I, I had to, I, I, deep down I knew that it was bullshit. Sometimes people just want to talk to the gator. <sighs> Gluttons for punishment. Yes, they are. Yeah, 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 that they are. Anyway. 
Well, I've enjoyed the cigar. Like I said, this final third's kicking my ass. I'm creeping into the final third now, yeah. and I can kind of, sort of. You see where I'm coming from, don't you? That it's coming up, which yeah. I like it. It's building. It's it's gonna be something I prefer. Yes, but I could see the wee little gator over there would have a problem with it. Again with the baby talk, <laughs> guys. Seriously, all the time calling it is doing not that. all the time. Yeah, it's really disturbing. This is, I think, the first time. And he always calls and says, hey, will you call me when you're in the tub? Which I find really odd. I do odd. not. I hate talking to you when you're in the tub. because <laughs> My in- staff does, too. Inevitably, you just either start splashing like a little kid, or you, you FaceTime and then pan the camera down <laughs> until I protest enough that you... Yeah, I, I hate that. Well, that's the other thing. You're not the only one I do that that's with. That's the other thing, you sack. You'll call me, and we'll be talking, and I'll be... I'll have... I'll have you pump through my car. It'll be Bluetooth in yeah. my car. And then you'll be like, oh, hey, let's FaceTime. And you just like immediately hit the FaceTime button. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm driving. You know I'm driving. I've told you. You're like, hey, where are you? And I'm like, I'm driving, blah, 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 blah. You know I'm driving. And inevitably, you want to FaceTime. But you always answer it, and then I stare at your ceiling. Yeah, because I just set the phone down because, <laughs> I mean, again, I'm driving. But then at that point, you're not pumped through the Bluetooth in the car. You're just on speaker on the phone. Oh, so it makes it harder to hear. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Sack of crap. I don't have Bluetooth in my Jeep, so. Well, I'll tell you what. As we finish up here, I got to say this. So I'm driving my Jeep today, and we had ginormous wind gusts in southern Illinois today. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, 25, 30 miles an hour. I don't yeah. know what they were. Oh, it dude. was crazy. It was from the south. The wind was coming from yes. the south. And so my drive to Hillsboro. I mean, I was flying. Record time, yeah. I was yeah. flying. My drive back from Hillsboro, heading into the wind. Yes. I mean, I had the pedal to the floor just to do 70. So you've been in my Jeep before. Yeah. In the it, wind. And we'll, we'll get into that in a second. It's horrible. It, it's like driving a billboard. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It is, it is, it's just a box, and I, <laughs> I just get thrown all over the road. We took it to Chicago one time. It was uh, Nick and our friend Angela. I don't know if we've ever talked about this either. And we drove to Chicago. The ride up wasn't so bad. The ride back across the plains of, of middle Illinois. Because it was storming. Oh it was God. raining and it was storming and it had the wind. And it we got blown around oh. like a plastic bag. I was My steering wheel was turned to the side just to hold us against the wind. Yes. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was, and it hurt to drive. It did. Yeah, because like you wore so much, yourself out. So much strength that you needed to keep that car straight. It was I love my Wrangler, obnoxious. but it's not good in the wind. No, it was obnoxious. Good in the ice and snow, not the wind. Not in the yeah. wind. It's made more for mud than wind, for sure. For kinda, sure. Kind of like you. <laughs> well, yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> oh, I know what it means. I just can't say it on the show. Is it a fart joke? Um, not quite. Shark joke? Not getting closer. Getting closer. <laughs> Definitely getting closer. Oh my god. Anyway. Well, well it's been a show, buddy. This has been fun. It has. And, uh, you know. Again, we're coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. At Top Shooters in yes. Columbia, Illinois. Having a good time. Having a good time with the Balmoral and Yeho XO. Good stuff. I liked the cigar. Again, I would put it in my normal rotation. I, I really liked it. the first half of the cigar. The second half of the cigar has been a struggle Dude, for me. It's it's intense. Construction on this thing has been oh, great. No, no, the construction, I mean, the burn smoke. Line, uh, draw, just everything on this. The ash has been, been rock solid. The ash has been great. I mean, this has been a really good cigar. It's a strong and, cigar. 
or it turns into a strong cigar. It turns cigar. into a stronger yeah. cigar. You know, it's yeah. Medium medium plus. On the I'd back. put it I'd put it full on. Yeah, it's yeah. full on bold. It's a strong cigar. Okay. But that's me. Is this going to be our thing now, kind of like Dave and Mr. Jonathan, where they're always like a little off on the strength notes of the cigar? We have different palettes. You're going to be. I'm more in line with Dave. I believe Dave is more of a uh, lighter smoker, he if is. I'm not mistaken. It seems that way. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, it's a well, thing. Cool. All right. Well, anything else? I'm good, buddy. All right. Well, guys, as Jeff said, we are coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. And this has been another Sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. talking about butt stuff.